The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the first chapter. The next day, Jesus decided to go to Galilee. He found Philip and said to him, follow me. Now Philip was from Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, we have found him of whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nathanael said to him, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip said to him, come and see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him and said of him, behold, an Israelite indeed in whom there is no deceit. Nathanael said to him, how do you know me? Jesus answered him, before Philip called you, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. Nathanael answered him, Rabbi, you are the son of God. You are the king of Israel. Jesus answered him, because I said to you, I saw you under the fig tree, do you believe? You will see greater things than these. And he said to him, Truly, truly, I say to you, you will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. The boy Samuel, you heard, waited for the word of the Lord, which was rare in those days, though it is not now. It took three tries from God, but at Eli's prompting, he said, Speak, Lord, for your servant hears. Nathaniel, too, you heard, waited under the fig tree. I have waited, waited for the Lord, and he stooped toward me and heard my cry. So you sang, because it's true. O Lord, you have searched me and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You are familiar with all my ways. So sings the psalmist with that new song placed in his mouth. And you too, for you, like Samuel and Nathaniel, have not just said, but sung. Here am I, Lord. I come to do your will. When Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him, he said of him, Ah, an Israelite in whom there is no Jacob, an Israelite who has wrestled with God until he bless him. How do you know me? Nathanael asked. Before Philip called you, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you was our Lord's reply. 
The rabbi said that sitting under a fig tree was an idiom for studying the ancient prophecies. For Micah had said that each will sit under his vine and each under his fig tree. St. Gregory the Great said that what Jesus meant was when you were under the dark shadow of the law, I saw you. And St. Augustine took our Lord to mean when you were under the shadow of sin and death, like Adam and Eve wrapped in their fig leaves, I saw you. They are all right, for the law kills in order that we might receive what the prophecies proclaim. Jesus, who sees you, who knows you, when you sit and when you rise, perceives your thoughts from afar. Right from the start of his gospel, the evangelist, our patron Saint John, tells us that Jesus knows you. All his lofty talk about the eternal word who was God, who was life, who was made flesh, climaxes in this, that Jesus of Nazareth, deciding to go to Galilee to start his work to save, saw Nathanael under a fig tree, waiting, hoping, maybe praying, maybe not, saw you, maybe praying, maybe not, studying the holy texts, or not. For all of the fourth gospel's deep dogmatic dialoguing on the meaning of life, what is truth, its most memorable scenes are those one-on-one -on -one encounters between Jesus and a solitary figure, Nathaniel, Nicodemus, the woman at the well, the paralytic at Bethesda, the man born blind, Martha at her brother's tomb, Peter in the upper room, Pontius Pilate, the Magdalene, weeping at Jesus' tomb. Somewhere in there is you, you and Jesus, fig tree or not. The goal is not just to meet Jesus, but to believe, to trust him as wisdom, Hagia Sophia, the source of all good, the lover of your soul. Nathaniel believes that is the goal. He had been told by Philip, we have found him of whom the law and the prophets spoke. And well, you've heard that sermon too, preached many times, maybe from little on. But now Nathaniel makes his own confession. In probably the most famous sermon delivered in over a thousand years, the congregation in Wittenberg St. Mary's heard Blessed Martin say, 
the challenge of death comes to us all, and no one can die for another. Everyone must fight his own battle with death by himself, alone. Therefore, each of you must know for yourself the chief things in Christianity and be armed with them. They're the same things, my dears, which you heard from me long ago. Yes, Nathaniel believes. You are the Son of God, he says. You are the King of Israel. It's Jesus who lets him do that, as he does with you, so that the psalmist's song and yours are one and the same. And he promises him that he will see the glory of God. You will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. Which is exactly what happens right here for you. For the you in our Lord's you will see is plural. Turns out the evangelist isn't really interested in Nathaniel, though he was his dear friend. He's interested in you. The promise is to you and to your children. And what Jesus promises, he delivers. A Jesus surrounded by the angels, coming and going and coming back again, right here. For this is heaven for you where the risen and exalted Lord is for you in all of his Lamb of God, sin-removing, blood-bought love. Jesus, still giving himself to you. It's not a dream anymore like it was for Jacob at Bethel. Our Lord isn't promising visions here or something at the end of time though that will be a very good time, the end, in fact, of all time. No, he's offering you the full reality of his strong, seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty, care for you. His wisdom for you, now, and God knows you need it in the very approachable, yet wholly awesome sacrament, where the angels of God ascend and descend on Jesus, on the altar, in your mouth. And so let you say, you hem me in behind and before, you have laid your hand upon me, and call it Wonderful for me, very good. I will tell what great things the Lord has done for my soul. In the holy name of Jesus. Amen.